and welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel. We are your Tuesday night crew help here to help you uh, blow away the the rigors and stress of the week, even though it just started with some good old fashioned D&D fun. Before we get into it, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our wonderful crew as well as the characters they are playing. Hope, take it away. Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle and I am playing Penelope Halfpint, your friendly halfling druid circle of the moon. Very nice, Megan. I'm Megan Kenrick, and I'll be playing a level six artillerist artificer named Sophias. Amazing. Uh, Lauren? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm going to be playing Orkira, your dragonborn cleric here to keep you alive. Awesome. B. Dave? B. Dave Walters, I say words about things, and today I will be playing freely the lucky boy. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> tonality. I enjoyed Thank that. Thank you. It has to reverberate in the chest before you say it. Yes. I love it. I love it. I didn't I know Freely thought... had a smooth jazz voice. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. Bard, of hey, course Tim, he does. Yeah, bring it in. Tip your yeah. servers. All right. <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> He's just now in my mind, the type of bard that Freely is, is like lounge host, you know, yeah. <laughs> in between the sets, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Phil yeah. Murray from that Saturday Live sketch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there you go. Like, cue my practical. Uh, I'm like, hey, all right, everybody, uh, you know, just like tuck in and have a good one. Okay. Every time you see any actor sing in like a show and you're like, that's not your voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Except it. for Donald Glover. Yeah. That one exception. Todd. <laughs> oh, it's me now. Uh, I, I'm Todd Kenrick. I play Avron, the undead warlock. That's what I do. Awesome. Jen. Uh, hey, I am Jen Kretschmer. I am playing your high elf cleric wizard, Alindra Sauerbrand. Long name. We're not going to say the whole name. It's not going to happen today. <laughs> uh, but you I'm have to earn that. Yeah, it's true. She's got to earn some more names, too. True. Days right now, there's overnight. only like seven of them. I haven't like a new Bell. name in a while. I mean, Avrin is the knight of smiles and stinks, so there's still time for you. <laughs> true. True. I picked up Daughter of Oblivion fairly late in the game, so... Mm-hmm. You never know. Does and that I mean, mean I'm oblivious? Also, yes. And thank you all for tuning in. This has been Silver and Steel, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, we're just, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, right. Megan, you chose that one. That's on you. <laughs> that's yeah, on that's me. true. That's true. <laughs> because it, it just sounded cool. It does. I haven't it, quite it worked out I what that it. means yet for me and Todd. Not the oblivious part, the oblivion part. <laughs> the oblivion part. I mean, obviously, I'm oblivious, but the oblivion part, that's. Yeah, I gotta there work up to that. There was a reason behind it, though. There is. Yeah. It's terrible. You're just a fan of the Bethesda game, that's all. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, Averin, uh in the future gets an Xbox 360 and just loves Oblivion. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, in, in the past. And that's when he decides to have a child. Yeah. And then, you know, you're the daughter of Oblivion, as in reading the Lusty Argonian Maid directly leads to, you know, your birth. So, yeah. Um, well, hi, hello. I'm that bronze girl. <laughs> I'm the DM for this campaign. Yeah, uh, I guess today would be the day to acquire new titles because where we last left off, uh, Daisy was was in close proximity and she has a tendency to give people very long, very wordy titles. Our party met with uh, the being they fondly refer to as Hank and made a plan to talk to his mother about uh, some of the goings on with this Kretzala creature. 
in the interim, while he goes and, and asks her if she doesn't mind having visitors, she's got to get the butterscotch cookies ready and the tin that you think has cookies, but actually has sewing supplies inside. All of that must be prepared um, behind the curtain and in front of the curtain, our characters decided to do two things. One is to seek out the mysterious turtle goddess that they learned of in the other dark in the underdark. And the second was to get more information from the the nuns, for lack of a better word, of an order that rests just outside the edge of town. They came to this abbey, the Abbey of Enlightenment, and they and ran into Daisy and her mother, Wendy. And I think this is where we last left off. But before, do we have any fan art today, Lauren? Sadly, no. no. Okay. It comes in waves. We get like a ton of it and then and then all the artists need a rest. So I didn't hey, ask before fair. we before we started. And then I was like, I don't know if we have to cut for fan art. But uh, regardless of, of fan art or not, um, we do do a giveaway every single time myself or one of the cast members rolls a nat 20. Somebody in the audience gets a chance to win a legendary bundle from D&D Beyond. So that's something to look forward to. And the other thing to look forward to is this awesome trailer. Hit it, Will. And we are back. So, Ava and Wendy uh, just finished telling you that it is your rival that was expelled from the Order years and years and years and years and years ago when she was just a wee little goblin lass. This gives you an idea that she's probably very old, given that but, goblins age a little differently. God, she must be like 8 billion years old. This might just be just a wrinkly ball with tiny ears. Yeah, I, I don't have a rival. I don't know what you're talking about. Well... I mean, you you did. Maybe now you don't, but at one point you did. So, uh, who was it? Was it she was a goblin? Not a goblin, no. A dwarf? No, 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 no. The half elf. The half elf, right? Yeah, and starting in the above right now. I'm sorry. You ruined her science fair project. Oh, I did that. Yeah, that's right. She's hated you ever since. Yeah, that's that. That makes sense. I, you know. Rune Science Fair project tried to destroy the entire world. That seems the tracks. I mean, it feels like an overreaction. Uh, did you study at exponential growth? That's how these you, things happen. Don't don't wizard me <laughs> right now. No, that's not that's not wizarding. That's basic <laughs> that's science wizarding. and mathematics. We do, we've talked about this. No no wizarding in 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 the house. We're not in the house, but still, anyway. In the house. <laughs> it's also just been an assumption of ours that. This is connected. Maybe it's not. It might not be connected. Uh, do you remember her name? The half elf? It was Linda? No. Lindell? No. Lydia. I was going to say it better not or be Or Linda. <laughs> Did she by chance happen to look like this and I summoned the illusion that Daisy showed us of this woman's face? 
No, no. And I don't believe that's a half elf either. I mean, does She's this lady look familiar to you? A little bit, yes. Because maybe don't freak out. But you remember how, like, when Averin took his powers back from Daisy, that, like, he super should have mm -hmm. given Daisy in the first place? Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently. Ag agreed. On that, uh, we are agreed. No, no. I feel, I feel you, Wendy, you and I, I die on most things. Um, yeah. Apparently, this woman has given Daisy equal to or perhaps greater than power. And we just want to check in on that. This explains some things. See, Daisy is currently grounded because when I leave Daisy with the people who are supposed to watch her during the day when mommy is at work, Daisy does not listen. Now, Averin so very kindly accused me of neglect, but the reality is Daisy is a very hard child to take care of. Even when I'm taking care of her myself, she gets away from me. So you could imagine that giving her magical powers made that a lot more difficult. Now, I have a little bit of experience with magic, but I'm not a warlock. So I am not able to instruct her in the use of such arcana. It, uh, it was grossly irresponsible and it does require proper instruction. And I light my eyes up with the Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I don't shoot it, but just like... <laughs> yes, I have made this mistake many, many a you time. A basic question on all of this. Daisy is not of an age of consent. She could not have agreed to a contract with a warlock. So that contract may be invalid. I don't know that warlocks have an age of consent mm. to having magic. You have to be a Well, you should. Both sides well, should be aware of the consequences of their bargain. I agree. And a child is not able to do that. The prefrontal cortex has not yet developed fully at that point. There's a what? reason there are laws about when someone is an adult and is able to make decisions for themselves. So I would mm. argue potentially this is not a, a valid magical pact. We're all making so much progress, but yes, Wendy, see, see, we're all on your side. We're all oh, on your thank side. You. But, thank yeah, you, yeah, yeah, thank but, you, thank you. But this woman, her. I wish you were there to stop him when uh, he did it, you know? I was. But and sort of didn't know he was doing it because he kind of just like looked at her and was all like, I'm going to make you powerful. And I was like, no, it's like you're going to give her like a pep talk. And then the next thing I knew, she's shooting shotgun blasts. No, no, it was terrible. But this you woman, she though, nearly killed the cat. I'm surprised she didn't actually kill the cat, uh, yeah. to tell you the truth. But, but with this lady, I don't know. Averin, Averin, for all of his many, and I do mean many, shortcomings, meant well. Uh, we at least want to find out who this is so we can make sure that she means well, too, because to Alindra's point, packs are dangerous things. I agree. I have all my favorite shortcomings. You're, you're, you are mine, Freely. I am trying to help you. Please stop making it weird. Okay. I mean, no. Well, Freely's right, at, and I feel horrible about everything that's happened. A few days ago, you know, D Daisy was the closest version of pressed I could describe a child as being I wasn't aware that you had recalled her powers so to speak but I guess that would make sense but lately she's been plucky again so I wouldn't be surprised if she's gotten it again from somewhere else and that little uh, image you conjured sometimes she draws that you know I look at her drawings it's a good way for me to know what she's up to I can understand that. Do you know? Usually they're contraptions, but sometimes she draws people. I mean, you do know that she is like a very special girl, right? Like I, I found oh, one yes. of her hidey holes in the traps and the setup yes. was like, it was, 
I mean, she, she will brilliant, be a great. Also a bit of a challenge. Just she just gets away. School has been so tough. So I've tried to find her a tutor. It's just not a very good environment for her. She gets bored and then she gets in trouble and it's just bad. But I'm doing my best. You know, and uh, thank you for your service. You know, being a single mom, thankless job. I know I also was raised by a single mom, but it, it, that's a that's a whole different story. To tell you the truth, when we're in between crises, which is like not at all, because we sort of have like something terrible is happening in the water, something terrible is happening on land. There's still the mind to sort out. I would be happy, happy to teach Daisy a thing or two, and I think I could make it interesting. Oh my but, God, no, but, no, no! You are the no, last person that can no. like what? You are the most irresponsible but, creature but, I have ever met but, in my I don't know eight billion years right of life. Here. What is look? I, Look, Wait, t- focus, focus, Avery. You have the impulse Avery, control Avery, Avery. of an out-of-control cantrip. You are like a wild mage without the wild magic. Wendy, sorry. Uh, we are here on two pieces of information. One, Avery's rival, which I think mm-hmm. you just helped us with. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know if we have any more about that. Also, whoever this woman is, uh, because the rival, however justifiable she may be, uh, may be behind this weird wave of dangerous things that have happened up to and including the monster that almost ate your child. And I have no idea how this person connects to any of this. And we got two days until we have to go down to the bottom of the ocean and fight an unkillable monster. <laughs> so uh, we're kind of on the clock. Adrian, can I talk to you for a moment? Uh, sure. Uh, over over here. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> have, have you ever fought another patron before? Uh, what, another patron? No, uh, yeah, sure, I think so. I must have. You must have? Yeah. So you don't remember? Yeah, no, well, I've, if, like, fought so, gods and all kinds of things. So if you don't remember, then they weren't very strong. Eh, some nice people don't make an impression. Does that make sense? Yes, of course. And also, my brain doesn't quite work the way it used to. I'm just a little worried that wherever Daisy is getting these new powers from are coming from someone who could pose a great threat to us and our friends. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kill them proper. I mean, like if we don't we don't know that they're bad. There may be two people happening here. There may be one person is Daisy's patron, and they may not be necessarily evil. And then we may have this other person who is contriving behind the scenes. They may not be the one and the same. I. I don't. I wouldn't want to rush to judgment on either of these counts. Hmm. Avery, so I must say you're very optimistic these days. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing my best. And she feels his temperature. Oh, I forgot. You don't have any blood anymore. Yeah. So I don't really. Yeah. If you really want to not have a lot of anxiety or fear issues, don't hmm. have blood flow. That's probably key or adrenaline. So, yeah. You see her take her little note back notebook out and like write a little note. Lose blood lose fear i mean she's not wrong (laughs) (laughs) it it works it works 100 of the time all the time it is a factually accurate statement yeah helen vor may have some things to say about that (laughs) (laughs) while they're off having that talk uh or here we'll look at wendy and say so you belong to an order of clerics yes do you pray to any specific god, or is it more of an idea? An idea. Okay. An idea of, of, of healing and community and, and service to your neighbors. That sounds lovely. I wonder, if, I wonder if your idea 
approach Daisy. What do you mean? Well, she has a child. And so, like, ideas are kind of hard to grasp, but uh, nice people aren't. And if she was lonely and missed that power, maybe your idea approached her in a way that she could understand? Oh, I had considered that in the sense that one day I had hoped that maybe she would learn some of our, I guess, magics. But I always thought she was too young for it. And she's, I don't know, just didn't want to. It's never been a good fit for her. And I didn't want to force her. You know, she's not the type to sit patiently and listen to, to sermon or or read books. She's a very uh, tactile child. She takes after her aunt a lot. She's very much into building things, making traps, climbing trees, taming wild animals. So I'd kind of put off the idea for something uh, at a future date. Wasn't something that I had really thought of for now. She probably love Penelope. Yeah, like, I think uh, Penelope. Yeah, Penelope probably should have a, a word with Daisy. She might share something with you that she doesn't feel comfortable sharing with the rest of us. Oh yeah, anything I can do to help? That would be nice. I think she's 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 a good kid. She's just uh doesn't maybe have the best influences. There are some chaotic people uh, in my family. Holidays get a little crazy around our household. <laughs> and I think sometimes some of these things have had a bad influence on her. Yeah, no, I get that. And well, if you, oh, if you know any more about uh, what happened with Averin's rival, that'd be helpful. Or if you find out who Daisy's new patron is, that'd be helpful. But I don't know if we can assume that any of this is connected to the giant sea serpent that's coming to destroy the town. Well, my question specifically was, what was the science project? Oh, it's this silly little thing they used to do back at the schoolhouse where they would have the kids try to uh, illustrate their basic concepts or grasp of, of things like physics and stuff like that. And um, Linda, Lydia, Linda, it was something like that. She made a very nifty little contraption to basically try to show that she could teach a small animal to go through a maze and hit a button. She was ready to present this at, you know, the, the event. And um, she set up the maze and everything. And uh, when the small creature uh, got all the way to the end of the maze. Um, it turned into a giant creature and started rampaging through the schoolhouse. I need to know what kind of contraption this was. It was just a simple maze. What kind of creature? Well, a giant mouse. Uh, essentially, Averin here decided to make it four times, ten times, forty times its size. I, I well, I improved. It was about the size of a corgi. <clears throat> First off. I would call it more of a dungeon, less of a maze. And also, giant mouse, everyone loves that. I mean, the whole thing was very impressive. And, and you know, like, it was a good life lesson. Like, sometimes life gives you a maze, and you, I don't know, I don't know what the life lesson was. But anyways, it was hilarious. It was a giant mouse chasing people. It was the cutest. It was adorable, first off. So, she was very mean. And I was It drank all of the punch that was supposed to be a treat at the end of the fair. Oh, I know. That's right. That punch. Yeah, that was good punch back then. Yeah, and I mean, it knocked over the buffet table. 
And all the sandwiches. Yeah, lives were lost. It was terrible. I mean, they weren't at all. We're talking about punch. A boy was... almost lost his hand. Well, well, I I mean, that happens around me from time to time. Right, Freely? Seems to be a theme. Yeah. I mean, my, I, don't, I don't even have my original hand, so. <laughs> Freely just inhales sharply, and he's like, uh, okay, um, do you think by chance this woman, Lydia or Liddell or whoever, might somehow, I don't know, be living in the mud flats way over that way? I wouldn't be surprised. Is there anyone so, else you can think of that might be living in the mud flats way over that way? Well, I know that when she left, she took a bunch of people from our order with her. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, well, let me tell you, Wendy, for the sake of explaining it to my friends. I mean, I've only been here like a week and a half, and I feel like I've been here for like nine years. They got here yesterday. This place uh, has that effect on you. Kind of feels uh, like home. Yeah, so, okay, so just to make sure that we're all on the same page, including you, Wendy, so please pass this on to your order. Someone hijacked the silver shipment, which I guess was like 12 days ago, um, and hit it, and they told the guards to just leave and they would know when to come back. Like something was going to happen. Like they didn't hurt the guards. They didn't steal the silver. They just wanted to make sure it didn't arrive to presumably cause friction between us and Hinge. And hmm. we found the silver problem solved. That was cool. But then there was the monster that uh, the, the, the barren mother was there. And there was a creature that was like made out of metal and rotting flesh that almost ate Daisy. And somebody, the, when we found the guards, they said a woman had come up to them and she was wearing robes and she had like mud all over her boots and she was near the mud flats, which is why we thought that was that. Then someone made the mind collapse. Someone is antagonizing Kretzala. Someone is just shaking up the board and just causing chaos. And maybe it's lots of someone's, but the timing is oddly coincidental. Maybe we're, maybe we're trapped in, in this person's maze. Hey, we're well, all I was thinking perhaps she's amplified the size of a creature. Yeah. And Does that taking... make me the giant mouse? Mm, that makes you the taller than average mouse. Penelope, the very tall I... for a mouse. Penelope, can you turn into a giant mouse? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But could it apply to more than mice? Could it apply to a serpent? Well, I, I'm not sure about the, the sea dragon. I've, I've heard of it. Um, only briefly in passing. I always kind of thought it was something of a mythology. Didn't actually think it was real. But just piecing things together here. If the silver didn't make it to Henge and the mine collapsed, that doesn't tell me that someone has it in for Port Argent. That tells me that someone has it in for Millie and her family because that would have put her at odds with her uncle. And it's her family's mine. But how do the, the strange creatures, I mean... That's the part attacking? I'm confused on. Chaos. Oh, so are we. Just... So... Wait, well, the strange possible, creature... This is way simpler than we think. Is it possible, like, the mine actually has something in it that can hurt them? Well, I, I did see I mean, that silver one, one is thing. commonly used against creature, other creatures. Or something they want. No, remember well, the, the thing I saw in the mine, Aaron, the red thing, the shiny red rock. <laughs> the, the, yeah. yeah, there were rubies in there, weren't there? Some kind of gem? Something like that. 
Yeah, there might be something deep down in there. And and when oh, we crap. tried removing it, it caused the mine to collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just sent well, all the dog adore. Shutting it all down be the perfect way to get in there and grab something. Well, but it's like collapse. It like, I be... can barely get in there and like I'm good at this. And it was like hard for me to maneuver. And like I'm I mean, unless mm. they're like smaller than me or very powerful, like it it's collapsed. I mean, maybe it's not related to the rubies that were in the wall. Maybe uh, the mine just needed steel for reinforcement. Lindy, if we I, describe I, this location, can you see there somehow? Do you have that power mm. anymore? Uh, I know how. Let me see if I can. Uh, I have clairvoyance, but I haven't been to this place before. If I show it to you, would that work? Perhaps. Are you looking inside our minds? I mean, I can, no, no, no pun there. Sorry. I can minor um, illusion. <laughs> it's like, you know, it was like this. And we came down the shaft and then there was this opening and then there was a crack in the wall. And it was like right here. And in that crack in the wall, there was like a glowy thing. And then like, I like tried to reach for it. And I was like, ah, and then like, I was afraid that I was going to break my arm off. And, um, and then, and then we saw a grumble. Grumble was a big old boy. And like, you see like the view like rotates around. <laughs> and like um, the, yeah. Grumble gives gray hugs. What spell were you trying to use? So this is for clairvoyance. For clairvoyance. Um, yeah. So it, it's I'm allowed to create an invisible sensor if I get close enough within range to a location either familiar to me or in an obvious location that is unfamiliar to me, such as behind a door, around a corner, or in a grove mm -hmm. of trees. If they see if they show me what it looks like or I detect thoughts or something similar, would that be enough to make it familiar to me? Or I would say if you could like detect thoughts or if you could do that thing where you like solidify a thought or something like that, I would say yes, but I, I think you'd still have to be somewhat close to it, correct? Yes, I would need to be within a mile of it. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Which I mean, you you could. You could are do we, that. Are we not within a mile of it now? I just know it was um, like somewhere near the town. If you go to the mine entrance, I would allow you to do it too because I would consider that an obvious location because it's, it's okay. right there. Yeah. How worried um, are I we don't, about I this? don't have the I, I can't, I, the way I used to be able to look and, and move around a space and look around a space, I, I, I can't tap, it, tap into the weave here the same way anymore. It just doesn't, something is so different here. Yeah, yeah. The I know it was worse when I got here. Uh, this doesn't... place is a uh, very uh, new, you know, it feels uh, fresh, but then it does. Oh, at the same time. Wait. So Wait, his doesn't hang on, hang on Sir a fly, and can't you see through his eyes? Yes, uh, Sir Bisolot can fly at 40 feet, but I don't know if he can get far enough away from me for me to actually see through his eyes. Griff certainly can. Wait. But yeah? Hmm. Freely? Well, we could try. Uh, well, I mean, the, mind, the mind's collapsed, maybe. Wait, no, you just said this place is new. No, but he grew up here in No, Sally no, no, I mean, new it feels new. It feels like spring here. Don't you uh -oh. feel it when you tap into just sort of the energy of the earth? Do I? All I felt up until now is my powers didn't work. Mm -hmm. Arcana um, check? Arcana? Arcana. Mm -hmm. I rolled Everybody not terribly, or just but... certain people? Because some of us are not good at that. Uh, <laughs> anybody, well, anybody who tries when I she mentions an, it. I got an 18, which is about the best mm -hmm. I'm ever going to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 19. Okay, yeah. I almost, knew what, I almost knew what Alindra knew. Yay! This is my hometown. <laughs> Watch me roll terribly. Oh, you're not going to do worse than me. I rolled a one. I, I have a negative one to my arcana. I did actually get a dirty 20. I got a dirty, a dirty 20. 20. Okay. 
So I for those zero. of you that rolled over a 16, you do feel almost like um like pop rocks on your tongue. You mm. feel like a like a weird type of buzzy sensation, almost like it's uh, volatile or or new in some way. Like the like the earth feels fresh. Wow, it does feel like spring. Is it actually spring? Like we've only been here a day. I don't know what season we're actually in. I think we had decided on late summer, if I remember correctly. So it's probably turning to to fall gently. Well, we got two days until we see Hank. Either we check out the mine or we go look for this angel lady. I mean, the mine seems pretty self-explanatory, though. Worth a look. Well, I'm not sure anything's happening there. I just meant that it kind of seems like a clever way to get in there and grab something. Otherwise, it would be difficult to. The mine usually has a lot of people in it working all the time. If one wanted to get in there and get something or hurt Millie or her business, this would be the best way to do it. Well, if you think that this might be connected to Millie, should we go talk to Millie? Maybe. Millie is a little um, naive. I don't think she together the pieces herself. What was the different type of magic that was being used? In what? Sorry, in what context? We were be we had been told that someone who's back then was using a different type of magic mm. was exploring something different. Necromancy. It was necromancy. Oh. And and this was that same person, that same Lydia. Yes. Mm-hmm. And can can I assume had by used necrom- some unsavory means? So by necromancy, you mean like raising people from the dead and stuff, not like healing people. Yes. Um, isn't that necromancers heal people that has not been my experience no necromancers no but uh so technically when you heal someone that's technically necromancy what yes we we employ a form of it here if if one of you were to fall uh or be injured in some way I, I would potentially be able to help you if I if I had uh, the, the time and, 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 the, and the components to do so. Uh, but we are never supposed to cross certain lines. Wait, wait, there wait, was wait, an wait. accident and, and a piece of machinery had, had crushed someone. Like I said, I was just a child at the time, but- We'll, get, we'll get to your, to your breakdown in just one moment. Let's get this information. Just hold that panic. Just a moment. Lydia's great crime was constructing some type of golem scarecrow thing. And she tried to convince us that if we use these things to do the more dangerous tasks around town, that we could help save lives. But her intent was good, but it was. Sophia, do you still have. Right. The pieces of that creature that you we when we destroyed the creature when we met Daisy, you took some of the metal. Do you still have it? Yes. Hold on. Let me look into my bag, and like little pieces of butter and a terrarium <laughs> fly out, and like moss and um, doll hair and parts. And she finds a couple pieces of metal. Hey, Machete. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you said you wanted to take some of the teeth and like one of like the jaw, if I recall. I, mm-hmm. It was literally months ago. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't mm-hmm. want to be too meta saying mm-hmm. we've got something we don't have. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. We but can it, we can safely <laughs> assume you probably have something. Yeah, Callie but, had yeah, stripped stuff, and yep, yeah. So Sophia would have the leftovers of that. Presumably, even if we had the jaw, where you see like a jaw and these teeth that were in it, I'm like, mm-hmm. did her device look anything like this? 
it was um and i and honestly i summoned them the illusion of what of what it looked like when it was intact mm-hmm. <laughs> my that looks let's see it let's have a roll for it that was a barren mother right uh, the th- well, remember there was like the machine that was like covered in rotting meat, and we tracked that back to where the Baron Ooh. Mother was. Yes, that I think that was the very first monster we ever fought. It was, and we got worked, but we won. So hey. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, we we plucked it for everything it had. She looks at it kind of like in an unsavory way, and like pokes at it with like a stick she's holding in her hand, and her I guess her spade she was gardening, and she's like. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's why would anybody make something like that? Daisy didn't tell you. We saved her from this. this well, is she how... drew pictures of it, but yeah, it crayons hardly do that justice. The scale um, of it. Oh my god! Once I saw that she was out there with things like that, that's why I gave her the magic in the first place. <sighs> I have no interest in debating this with you further. No, it's not a debate. I agree. You should have asked me first. You're right. I didn't know you existed at that time. Well, you right. thought she was just a little orphan? We did, actually. Yes. And I... He did I... mean well. well. Eyes eyes on the prize, Wendy. Eyes on the prize. Focus, focus. We're having a moment. We're having a breakthrough. <laughs> it does look like this was cobbled together by some sort of unsavory magic. N- notice the pins in the jaw. Clearly, there were some pieces missing, uh, so they they nailed it together by any means they had. I mean, then so- they animated the whole thing. It looks like the metal just serves to hold together a skeleton that is incomplete. I have to say, I've never seen one of these. Wait a second. Whatever Hang on this a is, this alligator creature. This is part necromancy, part engineering. That's like you two. Was this thing like custom designed for Sophia's and Avrin? Listen, only parts of me are mechanical, and most of me is, well, sort of alive. Like, I'm in this middling kind of middle, generic, uncomfortable place for Orkira, clearly, kind of Uncomfortable scenario. for me as well. Yeah, well, okay, listen. Not Which is everyone... why I would prefer if someone were to take care of Daisy's schooling or tutoring, it should be freely. Or perhaps you, and she points at you, Alindra. You seem very put together and intelligent. Put the kid to I, sleep. I feel like I have a good sense for people. Don't put this kid to sleep. That's horrific. <laughs> First off, you're right. Alindra is awesome. Second off, if it helps, he's not actually undead. He just looks it. There's I, a fly crawling on his eye. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're uh, near the actual temple, right? This is because she's kind of gardening hmm. on the temple grounds. So you're I in do, an abbey, yeah. I do activate my divine sense, not just to see if Avrin pops is undead, because I checked mm-hmm. once before, but he might now, but also... Does anything pop a celestial undead fae or fiend in the vicinity? Um, you get so as you as you like, you know, activate your divine sense, you do feel like a like a sort of static from Daisy. I hit Penelope with message. <laughs> I'm like, Penelope, I just did my like, you know, divine sense, like no one thinks they're around and like something's up with Daisy and I don't want to say anything in front of her mom and make it weird. Can you maybe ask her? It could be, it could be something good. Like I do like sense angels and things when that's what it is, but I sense not angels when it's not angels. What would I even ask? Just try and figure out what, like what power she got from this lady. Oh, okay. I can do that. 
You both are staring at each other a lot. <laughs> I have missed my friend. Back off. <laughs> Anything, anything you want to share? <laughs> She's just dead eyeing each other. Even I think they are having a private conversation. Yeah, no, not I, I. I think that too. Especially because I have to point to do it, so it's like very much from the hip, trying to be subtle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you! Just now noticing all of this happen, or Kara will fail miserably at trying to keep Wendy distracted and say, "So yeah, Alundra's really smart, and she's got this whole stack of books." And yeah, I mean, if there's anything that you want, I mean, Alundra, you well, probably talk more Daisy about what you can teach her. Too good with books. I feel like she's more of a practical learner. I'm a firm believer in learning from people. Um, however, I'm, I, I, I must disclose that I was, for, for uh, the early portions of my life, raised by Evren and Sophias. Yeah, so she's going to be like the opposite of us. It's going to be great. Evren, Sophias, and my own mentor, Whittle. She's a this very intelligent rock gnome. Taught me everything I know and taught you most of what I could have taught you. Uh... And while um, Orkira is failing at distracting uh, Wendy, um, Sophia's is going to take Sir Bissola out of her bag mm-hmm. very subtly. And uh, telepathically, she says to Sir Bissola to go to the mine. Um, I think Homunculus can travel quite far um, and still have a telepathic bond. Um, okay. I leave it up to you, DM. Um, I have no idea, but I'll look at it real quick. <laughs> all I can find on the interwebs is that it can travel up to like. I have it. feet. It's uh, as long as it's in the same plane of existence, as, plane of existence. It's, as its master, it can magically convey what it senses and the two can communicate telepathically. Not Thank to, you. Not, not to put you on the spot, but I'm going to anyways. Uh, what, what does this telepathic communication sound like with Sir Bissalot? Uh From me, it says, ah, uh, Sir Bissalot, now I need to ask you to be very brave. Be a brave little squidling for me. I need you to go to a, a mine. You've been there before. It is very dangerous. I don't want you to go in if it looks like it's caved in all the way to the entrance. Um, but just go there. Let us know what you see. Um, if you see any steel or rubies, anything suspicious. And then you hear, meow, 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 <laughs> meow, 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 meow. And then you see little um, purple squidling homunculus kind of trail away towards the mine. Well, that was not what I expected at all. No, nope. uh, that was no. <laughs> nope. Does that it... was nope. <laughs> that's uh, that's so much more upsetting. <laughs> I kind of love it. He's a hairless cat. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then off in the distance, you see the other Sir, sphinx. You see, you see Sir Biswalat gain speed like an airplane, and then take off and start flying towards the moon. Oh, so cute! You see his little so tentacles. It looks like it would just like a. It would wings. just move. Um, so it would just take time to get there. That's the only thing. That's the it only would take barrier. time to get there. Yeah, it's not going to magically teleport. So perfect. Like a, like a fly speed of like 30 feet or something. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's 30 <laughs> mm-hmm. feet. So it'll probably just take time to get there because it took you guys time to get here. Yeah. According to this little stat chart, it says fly 40 feet. I'm seeing 30. Okay. Either one. It's going to be slow. So at My- this point, it just looks like a little purple airplane. Like a small craft airplane off in the distance. <laughs> All right, perfect. That's not going to scare anyone. Making meow noises. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope would like to go talk to Daisy. Okay, perfect. 
Um, hello, excuse me. I don't think we ever really met. My name's Penelope Huffpint. Do you want to be my friend? You find her like in the larder of the Abbey. So you have to like freely can kind of give you an inkling of where she's at because he sensed her. So we'll say that like you kind of have an idea. You find her in the larder of the Abbey inside. It's like nice and, and cool and stone. And you find her like uh, punched underneath um, a table going through crates and kind of sliding them aside uh, until she finally pops up. Her face is somehow dirty again, even though her friends just cleaned it. And she has a little bit of snot coming down her nose. And um, she pops up with like a, a bucket of oranges. She goes, hi, yeah, I'll totally be a friend. Here, help me help, help me carry these oranges. Oh, I love oranges. Okay. I'm going to put them in that dragon's mouth. And we're going to see how many that can go fit in there. That's a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah, so I did help carrying it, though, because the bucket's heavy. So you take that handle. I'll take this handle. <laughs> Do you think this is enough oranges or should we go get more? Oh, man, we're going to need more. I believe okay. in this dragon so much. Okay, you hold this. Well, I'll go back underneath the table and see if there's more oranges somewhere. And Why you are there oranges under a table? <laughs> Well, sometimes we run out of space, and so we put the stuff in underneath the big, the big table. And you notice there's like a large table that they prep food on and put, you know, different <laughs> things on. And underneath it, there are baskets of different produce that people have donated or have been taken from the garden. And oh. she dives back underneath it. Is it okay to take these oranges, um, or is it for food that we need to eat? Well, I mean, you gotta eat them. I'm so big. Oh. So if it's for eating, it's okay. I think, yeah, I should oh. be fine. Okay, okay, that makes sense. What about lemons? Do you think lemons will count? Yeah, sure, lemons can count. What, how many lemons should we count as one orange? Two. Okay, so we'll need double the count of lemons. I think that's all the oranges. So okay, I'm um, gonna just take this bag of lemons too. It's and you see her dragging out like a sack of lemons. They smell <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty nice. It is. Maybe um, if we mix them up in there, she won't notice we put lemons in her mouth. I wonder what her face looks like when she goes this. <laughs> I'll be pretty funny. Yeah, that'll be really funny. Um, so I hear from some people around the grapevine that you have some. There's a grapevine somewhere. Does that mean there's free yeah. grapes somewhere? Well, are they the black it. kinds or the, are they the green kinds? Because I only like the green kinds. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You have to find it. Oh, we should go look for it because if there's grapes, I kind of want to see how many grapes we can fit in our mouth. That's way cooler to think how many oranges <gasps> will fit in a dragon lady's mouth. Think of how many grapes we could put in our mouth. We should try that. Yeah, let's do it. I, okay. And do you okay. notice she just drops the fruit right where she's at and just kind of like takes your hand. Her hand is very sticky. <laughs> um, and leads you out through the back of the abbey into like a into a different like sort of back area. Um, you notice off on your left there is uh, a graveyard, and um, and it lo actually looks like peaceful. It doesn't look creepy. Um, <laughs> it has like it's overgrown with herbs and wildflowers. And off in front, um, there's a there's like a, a like almost like a how do I describe it like animal pens. Um, there's different like sheep and stuff like that. And off in the distance, you see um, giant bulls uh, similar to the one um, that Millie uses to, to drive her cart. And uh, she takes you by the sticky hat. She's like, I don't know where grapes roll around here, but they're probably somewhere. Yeah. 
I'm sure you have a better idea than I do. Then we could count how many we could put in them because I'm pretty sure our faces are similar sizes. And she puts her face all kind of close to yours. Yours is a little bit bigger. I'm not going to lie. Yours is a little bit. It's a little unfair advantage, but it's not a competition. So it doesn't matter. It's for science. For science. Yeah, yes. it's math to, to count how many go in there. That's math. You're very smart. You know that? I am. I also hear you're kind of powerful, huh? Oh, who told you that? I can just tell. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I, I, a little bit. I don't like to brag. But it, I, yeah? I'm kind of uh, around these parts. I'm a poor big deal. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I have a pet crab that I ride around on. What a pet yeah. crab. Yeah, and I'm working on teaching him how to hold swords. So that's <gasps> gonna be pretty cool. That's but he could only go together? but he could only go sideways. So oh, that's, that's like okay. A, it's a little bit of a problem, but Freely says it's just you gotta sit sideways, then it's fine, which yeah, he's yeah. right. He's right yeah. about that. If you sit sideways, then the swords will be at the front and at the back. Yeah, so then you got like double action. I love this so much. I yeah. forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about putting grapes in our mouth. We <gasps> were going to find the grapevine, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we oh. were going to do. We're going to go oh. find the grapes. I'm so excited to find these grapes. Me too. I hope they're not the purple kind of grapes. Those dark, those black purple ones. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. I hate those ones. Those it has got seeds in them. And they taste like, like rabbit poops. Oh, you've eaten rabbit poops before? I thought it was chocolate, if I'm being honest, but it was not a chocolate. I thought it was a natural chocolate, like nature chocolate. It was not. It's a little embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Have you ever eaten anything like that on accident and not told nobody, but we're friends now so you can tell me? Yeah, I've eaten poop before. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Uh, now me I too. know that rabbits don't have nature chocolate. They got something else. It's poop. Oh man. So you know what? Um, trying to get back on track. <laughs> so tell me about your powers. Well. I'm really good at making traps. I'm really good at hiding from stuff. I'm really good at, I'm really good at climbing trees. Uh, I'm really good at uh, at uh, climbing houses. Uh, I'm really good at making mud pies. I'm an expert. I'm really good at counting. I'm a pretty wow. good counter. I can read. Okay. Yeah. Anything? I can I can do that. I could read. Wow, I'm really impressed. Is is there anything more magical you can do? Oh, yeah, a little bit, but that's not as impressive as reading. Reading really that's hard. True. It's very, very important to be able to read. It took me a while to figure it out, but yeah, I yeah. got it on lock now. I could <laughs> read pretty good. That's very good. Yeah, I could do some other stuff too for sure, though. Uh-huh. What can you do? Making an abacus out of like green grapes for Daisy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can do this. And she casts druid craft to create like flowers in in, uh, Daisy's hair. (gasps) 
That's pretty. I don't think I could do that. That's pretty cool, though. You can't do it? What can you, maybe you can do something, um, something cool? Mom says I'm not supposed to, like, just use stuff, but... Oh, here's <sighs> something I could do. I could talk to Abydos. <gasps> Me too! I could talk to them. I didn't used to be able to, but now I could just, I could just, I could talk to that, that bull. But can they talk back? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. Well, okay. if I just talk to them, they don't talk back. That's not talking with them. Here, I'll prove it. Because I could talk to animals all day and they don't talk back. That happens to me no, like trees. You. I talk to trees all day and they never talk back. Oh, that's not fun. That's because trees are kind of dumb, I think. <laughs> A little bit. I think they're maybe not. Okay. Maybe they're kind of dumb. That's Excuse okay. me. I, I, I used to be a tree dumb. in the future. I used you're to not be a tree here in the because you're hanging out with Wendy's mom. <laughs> Trees are very wise, and you may never know because you don't ever talk to them. Well, maybe. I mean, being dumb is not a bad thing. I know some kids that are dumb that they're still nice, you know, but <laughs> they they're just you know, they maybe they're really easy to trade cards with and win because they're just you know. My mom told me to stop doing that. This boy, Timothy, he lives next door. I would always play rock, paper, scissors with him for marbles, for his shiny white marbles. And he always throws scissors. So I always win. So like, but Timothy's a nice kid. But, you know, some kids, they just, they're always throw, they always throw scissors, you know. But my mom says you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that because that's me to Timothy. And I, I thought, you know. After I got my full set of marbles, I stopped. But I did that first. <laughs> That's um very cool. We could go talk to that animal, though. He's not dumb. I talk to him all the time. Yeah, let's do it. What does he have to say? All right, let's go. She takes you, she takes you arm in arm with the daisies in her hair and uh, leads you to the pen with these, like, giant bowls in there. And she, like, kind of climbs up. And there's like two big logs, like kind of in this hexagonal pen. And you can actually see Wendy and, and your friends in the distance now. The you have like the Abbey Garden in one space, and then you have the animal pens off on, on the other side. And so you can actually see in the front now that you're out from behind the building. You know, she kind of climbs up on top of the second, you know, part of the pen and sits there. And uh, then um, yeah, she she attempts to speak with the animal. She looks at him, but she says, hey, you come here. And you notice uh, the animal comes to her. This was my favorite one. And, you, and the one she points out is especially scraggly. His hair like almost forms like this big mane like beard and comes up around his like very uh, curly horns. And she kind of like tugs at his big gray beard. She's like, I like this one because he's old and he's cool. He's a cool guy. What does he have to say? She like kind of like, you know, grabs him by one of his horns and pulls him down to her level as she's like kind of sitting on the top of this this enclosure. She says, hey, well, how are you doing today? He says his bones hurt. Really? And Penelope at this point is casting speak with animals Mm -hmm. to kind of like confirm whether or not that's what he's saying. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of it kind of falls in line. With the stuff she says. Wow. That is so special. 
Mm-hmm. And she like kind of like puts her head closer to his and she's like, yeah, that he wants to go for a walk. Are you allowed to take him for a walk? I think we should. She I think we like should do. Walks along, balancing, using you, putting her hand on your shoulder, like as she walks along the top beam of this to where like the gate enclosure is. And she like crawls onto the gate and then she like lifts the latch. She's like, we just let him go for a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. She opens the pen. <laughs> as she does. <laughs> where are you standing? Oh, <laughs> oh, I no. think I would have been following her with the shoulder. Keeping right. Her okay. So you're off on the side of it. As she does, the bulls start leaving the pen they don't do so in a very like they're not running but there is like a very eager trot there you're both out of the way the bulls come streaming out you know kind of like bumping into each other breathing heavy and daisy picks out the one that she likes you know and kind of grabs by the horn she's like come on let's go for a walk and she like kind of steps onto his back and that is kind of where chaos Beacons. As the bulls come streaming out, they start going in every random direction. Some of them make a break for it. Some of them kind of just stand passively. Another one uh, starts like making a beeline towards the garden gate. And you see like from from where she's at. Well, actually, let's see. What is everyone's passive perception in the garden? <laughs> Mine is a 19. Uh, yeah. Big old 11. 14. 13. So with a 19, or Kara, you see it. I'm talking to Freely. Yeah, so every time you die, I bring you back to life. That's technically necromancy, because I'm bringing you back to life. And that's, oh. And you just see bulls starting Uh, to stream across, like, the entire. Some of them are starting to leap over enclosures. Others are heading off in a completely random direction. A few of them, like I said, are kind of standing in place, dumbfounded, unsure what to do. And there is, like... A, a stream kind of gaining momentum uh, coming your way. That's a lot of bulls. We might want to move. But, I mean, it's not a lot of bull. I assume you're telling me the truth. Like, I, I just, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me, though. That's I just... wrong bull. And I'll just kind of gently take freely by the shoulder and oh. turn him. Oh, bulls. Bulls. Uh, Wendy, sorry, sorry, there, uh, Wendy. Um, oh my God, who let the bulls out? They'll crush the garden. We need this food. And you see her like start to panic as she like puts her puts her garden tools down and starts telling the other people gardening to leave. She's like, go, go, go. And then she's like, who let the bulls out? Are they dangerous? Who? who? I said Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. And you see Daisy Stop like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And she she <laughs> reaches her hand out to you, Penelope. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And as she like ushers the bull, the bulls in front of this one start to speed up because she's speeding up. And she's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And you see her like smack the bull on the butt a little bit. She's like, hurry up, Bimbo, hurry up. And as Bimbo gains like momentum, the ones in front of him gain momentum and they start rampaging slash stampeding as they come towards you whereas daisy careens off so this creates a bit of a fork 
of of half of the bulls coming out of the pen streaming steadily at a at, a, at an increasing rate towards the abbey you start to careen towards the back of the abbey she's like i have a hiding spot we can hide we don't have to oh my god you you can see her eyes from here they're red we are in so much trouble and you hear wendy's voice boom with that like thaumaturgical sort of like nature. She's like, Daisy, come back here. And you just see Daisy being like, nope, God, can't hear you. There's bulls rampaging. Oh, cut your connections weak. And she like starts to go off in a different direction. What uh, do you all do? <laughs> I cast Phantasmal Steed and this skeletal rotten like glowing eyed nightmare of a creature erupts out of the ground and I hop onto it. Okay, freely. You have your finger. So uh, while there's still some distance, I start Eldritch blasting the ground, like the way they're like some distance in front mm -hmm. of them. I'm like, mm -hmm. like maybe hopefully it'll scare them. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Penelope, I'm sorry, you just hold on to Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> there, the, uh, one of the bulls is coming right for um, Penelope and Daisy, right? They're on one. Yeah. Oh, they're on one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. They're coming at us in the garden. So well, there's like there's at this point there's chaos because she made it worse. Before they were kind of trotting aimlessly. Now she's created a bit of a panic slash herded them in a way. So they're like picking up momentum. Some of them are like completely destroying the animal enclosures. Um, others, like I said, are kind of trotting off into the distance. We'll probably be need somebody will need to go get them at some point in time. And a few of them are kind of aimlessly grazing the ones that Daisy has not startled, but her kind of digging her heels into who she finally refers to as Bim Bob has kind of spurred the ones in front of it to start taking off at a faster speed. And animals, as as and as animals do, once they kind of start get going, they just kind of keep going. Are they headed in a specific direction or just away? Towards there's a there's a good chunk of them headed towards you towards the garden. Okay, I'm going to. They've crushed a few enclosures, and so now you see like sheep and stuff starting to wander aimlessly, and goats. I don't know if Orkira really understands what's going on, but she's going to take flight and she's going to try to go to where Penelope and uh, Daisy are and pluck them off the bowl because I think she thinks they're in danger. So okay, I'm coming. Perfect. I'm coming, and she's going to and also towards them. To help Orkira, Sophia's is going to cast Levitate on the bull that's currently carrying <laughs> Penelope and okay, Hope. Okay, perfect. To kind of bring the bull up to Orkira's level. Okay, perfect. Alindra? The thing that, that Wendy seems most concerned about is the garden, correct? Yes, yes. Then I that will seems minor, to be where they're heading. I will minor illusion um, a section of fence, so hopefully they will steer around it. Okay, I mean, it's perfect. It's small, but it still is something. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. And so all this happens. The, the bull that that, you know, Daisy and Penelope are on starts to raise the arch. like, oh, no, witchcraft is what she says. Oh, pages. And, you know, this this illusion of the of the of the garden wall starts to like appear. And it does pull like a few of them off off course because it looks very stone. But the ones behind it don't exactly see it coming. Um, but it does help you a little bit. And with that, everyone roll initiative. Oh, dear. <laughs> 15. Awesome. 16. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I am also 15. 19. By players in here. Let me see here. I'm only an eight. I see things, but I can't act Oh, too there fast. we go. 
fixed it. I was like, why is it not adding? This is this went well. I have no <laughs> doubt that we are going to be able to take down a, a giant primordial. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. That's going to be a lot easier. That's just going to be destruction. I don't. I don't. Way more afraid of a bull stampede. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's how we I feel got like GPK. I should be wearing white with a red sash around my waist. Yeah. Mm. Although I feel like Jasmine just said challenge accepted in her head. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll need everyone's initiatives again. I got two. So I'll, <laughs> I'll see you sometime. Okay. Two. Perfect. Alindra and I both got 15. Okay. Awesome. I think in order it is freely. Alindra and Sophia are at the same time. Or mm-hmm. Kira. Averin, Penelope, I don't know where you are. Penelope's a 19. Yeah. Oh, so Penelope is first. Okay, so Penelope's so a 19. Penelope, Freely. Freely's after Penelope. Okay. 16. Wait, 16, perfect. And then Alindra Sophia's are 15. Awesome. Orkira is 8, Averin is 2. Okay. And I guess we will get Wendy and Daisy in that initiative track with a 12. Oh my gosh, okay. And a 19. This is, how, this is how I go. So this is awesome because uh, <laughs> Penelope, you and Daisy are kind of going at the same time. So awesome. you 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 feel like a weird airy sensation as the bull is lifted up <sighs> with you and uh, Daisy still on. She goes, oh, peaches, uh, witchcraft, those crafty witches. <laughs> uh, is it her turn or mine? Technically the same time. Well, let's see. What's your what's your dexterity? Um, sixteen plus three. Oh, she has you beat. So she oh, okay, gets, <laughs> she gets to go first. So uh, you see her like hop off, start scrambling down using his mane. Let's see how well she does. She's pretty dexterous. Oh yeah, I got a nat twenty. <laughs> Yay! Hey. <laughs> like uh so oh yeah so somebody in the audience gets a gets a free legendary bundle enjoy enjoy and um so i think like all together it's 23 24 so you see her like very carefully very nimbly start to almost spider crawl down using bim bob's hair and mane and she like kind of reaches his like little hoof and how many i think it's 20 feet off the ground will levitate how many feet off the ground was it you're muted you've been silenced Hmm. lindy it must be lindy um, 20 feet. Yes. 20 feet. Okay. So she I like, that. She's like, don't look at me. Should I do it? <laughs> She's like, it. Off the foot, like the, that kind of reduces the distance a little bit. So she drops, yeah. um, let's see. Oh, she, she takes one damage as she lands on her bob, but she's like, ow, the heart. <laughs> and then she kind of was like, I'll catch you. <laughs> Don't be scared. You gotta get down. My mom's coming. We're gonna be in so much trouble. Oh my god, not your mom. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm not jumping. <laughs> no, you have to come. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta come down. I think I'm fine up here. Then you have to. Okay, okay. Uh, I will jump down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast mold earth to raise up uh, about five feet extra so I have less of a distance to fall. Okay, yeah. As you like mold the earth, you create almost like a step stools for yourself. So you hop halfway down 
from the from the you know from the bowl onto that and then you you know daisy kind of grabs your hand and helps you down the rest of the way so at that point it's only like eight feet uh but she's like that's cool we gotta make a fort sometime i got this really cool fort spot that would be sorry bib bob we gotta abandon you i'm so sorry bib bob we gotta go hide because my mom's gonna come she gonna give us a spike and she like kind of grabs your hand with her sticky fingers and uh runs now here's where you notice something a bit strange as she runs and takes you uh your full length of movement into like this like sort of wooded area out behind the abbey as soon as you kind of reach the area of, of, of dim light underneath you know the the the, the, the boughs of the trees and in the shadow you feel her hand in yours but she almost becomes invisible to your eyes huh. gotta hide she kind of like tugs at you a little bit okay okay we'll hide we'll hide um, I'm not doing a very good job. She goes into shrub mode. Penelope kind of tucks into her shrub and she <sighs> looks like a walking shrub. That moment from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You take <laughs> your cloak over you and kind of almost turn into like a mossy flowery stuff. She's like, that's pretty cool. And you just feel her like kind of huddled down next to you. Do you want to do anything else for your turn? Uh, no, that'll be it. Perfect. So that is that is your turn freely. It is now your turn. You have some of the bulls were successfully diverted off onto the road you came up on uh, by Alindra's sort of visual trick. The others have like sort of careened into this almost like rickety wicker, uh, you know, weaved wicker fence and are kind of like bursting into the the garden. Um, there is a stretch of garden between you and the first wave of these bulls. They've only destroyed the turnips so far or the radishes, something like that. Some type of root vegetable beets, maybe. The ones that are uh, coming this direction, mm-hmm. um, I start running towards them, but I do kind of at a line. I'm not looking to get trampled. Yeah. And I want to hit the first two bulls in line with animal friendship. Okay. So <laughs> they need to beat uh, Wisdom 14. Wisdom 14. Or they're going to be my friend. One gets an eight. The other gets a 17. Mm. the one that slows down i'm just like hey 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 hey! you stop mm-hmm. it you help me stop them help me stop them <laughs> like that mm-hmm. go that way <laughs> yeah it it, yeah. it listens to you mm-hmm. um and it starts to like kind of wheel around i guess or or stop uh it's it's um blind trample into the <laughs> into the garden sorry i just lost my diet that's okay uh dice don't exist <laughs> gone forever <laughs> and um you know, on its turn, it'll it'll attempt to kind of steer the others the other way. Do you want to do anything else? Honestly, I believe that is the only thing I can. I don't want to hurt them. Um, uh, I can cast a spell and a um, cantrip in the yes. same turn, correct? Yeah, a leveled spell and a one non-leveled spell. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Let me. Perfect. If... Uh, okay, so this is a this is a bit of a corner case, and feel free to tell me that I can't. Mm-hmm. If you have a bonus action thing, I was gonna uh, say if you have an action to do so. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, no, I needed I needed to do the cantrip as the main thing, and the other spells the bonus. So never mind. Uh, mm. That is it for me. Yeah. But do I you, am. You while do going, have movement. Do you move off to the? Oh, I'm going towards them, but I am trying to get out of that. Like I'm okay. aware of being trampled. <laughs> so okay. I'm heading good. that direction. Perfect. Like, so you're like, like out of line. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. Alindra? I would like to cost... Oh, jeez, what do I want to do? I think I just need to keep making those those uh, walls wherever I think I can sort of corral them 
Okay, Just perfect. Max. It's, it's all minor illusions, I guess. Yeah. So we'll start popping up wherever they're, they're sort of careening, trying to mm-hmm. get them back toward the pen. Okay, perfect. Um, do, you, do you aim this at the ones that are continuing to stream into the garden or the ones that have kind of like gone off on the road? I, I think I want to protect the garden. So okay. if I can sort of angle it so it protects the garden and sort of steers them back. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Little, for sure. Little, uh, pinball <laughs> corner there. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So you erect another wall. Um, mm-hmm. Sophia's your turn. Well, she realizes, well, I only have explosives and butter on me and I don't want to hurt them. Um, so she's going to cast grease on the ones that Alindra are controlling. Sort okay. of crowd controlling right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she does the whole thing. She puts a few sticks of butter in her dragon head staff and um, aims it at the ground in front of those bulls. Perfect. All right. Awesome. 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 They will, I think, make a dexterity save now. Mm, it's when they start yes. their turn, right? I thought it was like when if they're caught in the <clears throat> area. Sorry. <laughs> Let me check. I don't, I don't it's been a while. It's been a while enough. since I've cast it. When the grease appears, each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Okay. These creatures are pretty large, so we'll say there's two there. Okay. Uh, so that's I got a 12 and a 16. Okay, so one fails. Okay. So one immediately slips and scuttles and falls. The one behind it kind of slams into it a little bit. Um, the other one manages to keep its footing, but it does see this like sort of garden wall in front of it. And then it is, oh, then it is Wendy's turn. What does Wendy do? That seems like the smart thing to do. So you see Wendy kind of like focus. And as she does so, she chooses like the turnip patch or the beet patch right in front of her. And in that 100 foot radius, the turnips start to grow and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And she casts um, plant growth. Um, they get bigger. The roots kind of and the, and the fronds kind of grow and they start, you know, coiling and the vines get even bigger. And it just starts to create this like area that's thick and overgrown and it becomes difficult terrain. So it's just like she creates this like very uh, nasty uh, sort of like rough patch there. Um, making it more difficult for creatures to get further into the garden um, than they already are. Or Kira, it is your turn. Now, for you, th- you kind of saw somewhat what transpired since you were flying towards towards uh, Penelope and Daisy. You saw them hop off, and then you saw them kind of disappear into the, the dark forest. I was going to ask about that, but I think they're safe for the moment out of the way of the stampede. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. so Bimbo our- is still kind of like very awkwardly, you know, kind of treading air, I guess. (laughs) I I hover for a moment in front of Bimbo's face. I'm sorry, we'll get that fixed in a moment. Do I see any more below me that are in a rampage or moving quickly or, or in going to harm people if they keep running? You see two kind of like heading, like frightened and almost half maddened towards the cliffs. I'm gonna swoop over them and you'll hear Orkira start to uh, rumble in a way that sounds familiar. She's got a... Mm-hmm. And she cocks her head in an awkward way. 
And instead of her fire breath, she's going to use her weakening breath. So oh. there's this yellowish gas that's going to pour out of her mouth in a 15-foot cone. And so I need both of those bulls to succeed okay. on a strength saving throw DC 13. Okay. She's going to try pretty, to... They're pretty strong as a warning. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she thinks she can weaken them and it won't hurt them. And maybe they'll oh, stop you or got something. lucky. Okay. So I got a 13. So you went on that. And then I got an 11. So Yay. <laughs> you get both of them. So technically what it is, is that um, they have disadvantage on strength based attack rolls, strength checks and strength saving throws for one minute. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she's going to breathe on them and hopefully they'll feel weakened and start to mm -hmm. slow down and won't trample anybody. Awesome. And, and then she'll just kind of continue to keep an eye on where Penelope and Wendy ran off to. But mm -hmm. That's her. You've you have an idea of the direction they went, but to your vision, you don't you you have no idea where they are exactly. You just know they're you saw them go into the woods. You're not sure what happened once they got there. Well, I trust Penelope to keep the the, the goblin child safe. And as long <laughs> as they're out of the way of the stampede, bulls first, friends later. <laughs> Avrin. So how many like are all the bulls pretty much well taken care of? Um, well, I've been keeping a running count. There's, there's a lot of them. So the, there was two that were careening off towards the cliff that, um, or Kira cast weekend on. There are two that have been diverted onto the road. Um, there is one that has been knocked prone and there is one that is like kind of rearing up, kind of scared by this illusory wall that's up. And there are two that are charging full speed ahead and they're in sort of that rough terrain. So they've been somewhat slowed. Um, but there are two in your immediate vicinity. I can't see Penelope anymore. No, they were off on the side of the house or Kira was really the only one who could, I guess the house, the Abbey, you could see, you, you saw them for a minute as you know, like you saw Daisy kind of running away from her mom. And then they went around the back of the Abbey and right before they were hit with levitate. And then they jumped off and headed towards the woods. So you would know that they ran towards the woods, I guess. Right. So we got two bulls that are a problem. How, how many How many can I fit in a 40-foot cube, do you think? <laughs> um, I would say, let me see here. They're pretty big, but let's see. I would say two. Okay. Uh, well, no, one. These things how heavy? Key. How heavy are these bulls? I mean, about twice the size of like a, of, of a bull cow. Like a, like a, like a cow, like a, a like, I was gonna say Would human bull. <laughs> so like, so like over 500 pounds, probably. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're huge. They're huge, okay. and they've got these huge, gnarled, twisted horns and like bison faces. That's the best way to describe them. Is they're more like bison than bull. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna ride off in the direction where I thought Penelope and Daisy went. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you had your undead steed. Yeah. So I'm just right riding as fast as I can, just heading there because mm -hmm. I just bad experience with everyone <laughs> to one i don't want any dead friends yeah, yeah. with <laughs> your deader. full movement on a steed you would easily get there you would get to bimbob right to the edge of the forest because they only used their their movement to get there okay so they're still on that bull bimbob no no no, no. they're oh. you would be you would get to where you find the floating bull and from there you could look for them is what i mean okay <laughs> i'm bimbob uh <laughs> and i start i start searching for them yeah. okay go ahead and give me a roll for 
you can do, you could choose investigation if you want to try to tra track their footsteps or perception if you just do a scan for your, with your eyes. I'll do perception. Okay. And, eh, oh, so close, but so far, 14. 14. Penelope, give me a, uh, give me a stealth check with advantage because I feel like you're in your, you're in your element in nature. 21. Oh. Yeah, you don't see her. You don't see either of them. Hello? Where did everyone go? You hear like a Okay. You might I... hear some like small whispering on the wind, but you don't see you, you you cannot tell where they are. Friends never hide from friends. Okay, I guess I'm gonna go now. Since okay. none of my friends are here. You hear, so now you hear Penelope's voice and you even hear Daisy be like, oh, peaches. <laughs> so you have an idea. You have a pretty clear idea where they are. Although to your eye, you still see, you still see nothing. You just hear them. <laughs> but, I, but I see the direction. I'm like, it's time to come home. I think Daisy probably needs to sit, me, me, talk to her mother at this point. She doesn't. What? She didn't do anything wrong. What? Oh. I don't know what's going on right now. I know bulls have gone loose, and I have a previous experience with giant crabs. So They're natural creatures, they are meant to run free. And I'll have fight. Where is the little goblin girl? <laughs> I'm stuck to snatch. I'm not a little Don't do it. She'll get into like exponentially more trouble the more that she hides from her mom. It just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. You don't know trouble if they don't find you exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I do. I do. It's uh it it gets it's gonna get worse, but maybe it won't be so bad if maybe the story is that it was an accident That's and like, Daisy like helped bad. bring the bulls in. That's you like know, Daisy, Daisy, I have this. I've got this. Okay, I'm gonna let you have the lab. I just stay okay. okay. Penelope will come out of shrub mode and, and walk towards Averin. Averin, it was my fault. I let the bulls out. I would like a. I would, <laughs> I would like to sell Penelope how I was lying. Uh, insight, insight versus deception. I oh, mean, Lord. I know, <laughs> but the fifteen for deception. Sixteen. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. You barely suss it out. You're like, wait a minute. It occurs to you that Penelope would never endanger the other animals in their pens by letting all the bulls free. That's good. This point. was clearly a lack of forethought that only a child goblin would possess. Daisy, what can I do to get you to come out of the trees and go home? What do you want? Daisy? <laughs> I'll burn the whole forest down. <laughs> Daisy's at home right now. Sophia sends Avery the abacus with the green grapes on it. <laughs> All right. Well, I've lost patience. I cast slow in the direction of Daisy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So you nice. cast slow in Daisy's yeah. direction. Um, is that like a area spell? It is. It is a four foot cube. Okay. Perfect. So because she talked, normally this would have been almost impossible. But because she talked, you get like some idea of where she's at. Go ahead and give me a, let's see, this would be like a 
perception roll with advantage because she is a baby and she talked. Well, that's a natural 20 on the Oh first. my god. <laughs> Let's roll the second one. See where it goes. <laughs> it's the second one's an eight. So with the 20, you you cast it and you yeah. moment and you're not sure if it hit her. And then you hear her say, Oh, pitches. <laughs> you don't see her though. You just have like an idea of where she's at. Um, Does it sound like oh pitches? Yeah, a little bit. Oh pitches. <laughs> and oh, do you want to be the one to get your friend? Oh, I said no. And then it is the bull's turn. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, there, there seems was to a be long, a lot. That was of a long years. round. That was a very long round. <laughs> that was a very long round. I was very nice. One of the aurochs uh, goes charging forward. Unfortunately, I think it is Wendy that is directly in its path. Let's see. She's on the other side of difficult terrain, correct? Yes, yes. So this one, let's see, it has a speed of 50 feet. So it would be able to reach her. However, it does not get to use its charge attack. So let's see, it does, it does hit her. How far away is this from me? Okay, so you, I'm trying to remember where you were at. You saw that they weren't in danger and you kind of circled back, right? Yeah, is this within 30 feet of me? Trying to think, I it would take so it took Avrin his full movement to get to where Bimbo was, and you were at Bimbo, but you're flying, so uh, yes, it would be within 30 feet of you. So, a bright flare in the shape of a phoenix comes up mm -hmm. in front of this bull as I cast warding flare, and okay. it has disadvantage on this attack. Perfect, with the disadvantage, it does not hit and kind of like kind of rears up, frightened, and stops just short of her. And you see that she's like very much like. Thank you. And uh, then it is the other Aurochs turn, the one that um, you f you succeeded your animal friendship on. This one like tries to like uh, sort of butt some of the other ones like off course uh, since it's listening to you freely. Let's see if it successfully does so. I'll just do like a, a I don't think it's trying to kill the other ones. So, okay. So it tries to like sort of scare slash like uh, steer the other one that you weren't able to cast friendship on. And it it does kind of steering it off course, like sending it off towards the side. The Oroch in the grease, I think has to make a deck saving throw to get up, which it only gets a nine on. So it stays slippery in the in the grease. The other the last Oroch comes running into the grease and tries to jump over the fallen one that it slammed into a little bit earlier, fails and lands on top of it. <laughs> the other yes. one- sacks in my head the whole time right? this is happening. <laughs> uh, and then the other two that are like kind of weakened and slowed are still kind of heading towards the cliff. That's where you were, Orkira. You were near the cliff. <laughs> it's fine. It still counts. Okay. Um, those actually, you notice, start to slow pace. They start to feel sluggish and weakened and they start to slow down. And then it is, uh, it is Daisy's turn. And uh, Daisy, I think with slow, her speed is halved. Uh, her AC is minus two. Her she has a uh, minus two hundred dexterity. Mm -hmm. She can't. She can't use reactions. Yeah, I think it's halved. Sorry, My... that makes sense. And also, if she tries to cast a spell, she has to roll a one d twenty to see if it even works. Okay. Or if it's delayed till the next turn. Okay. 
What does she have to get on a d20? So uh, if she casts a spell, it takes one action. Uh, she has to roll mm-hmm. 1d20. And on an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't actually take effect until the next creature's turn. Okay, here we go. Here we mm. go. Here we go. I got a 10. What does that mean? That means uh, it just happens as normal. Oh, it happens as normal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, I know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird how it's worded. Yeah. You hear from the shadows. Because I thought it was 11 or higher. It doesn't work. I was like, wait, it does work. Do you want to roll lower yeah. or high on this? <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Because why not? It's D&D. So you hear like you hear from the from the, you know, like the oddly distorted darkness. And you still can't see her, even though you can hear her voice. She seems like completely undetectable to you. You hear her say, you got star and as she says that you and penelope are affected by slow <laughs> oh jeez uh can we make a wisdom saving throw <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I'll, I imagine I hit like a lot of moths and hummingbirds as well. The things that are just like hovering yeah, around. Yeah, like yeah. Area. little fat, happy bumblebees. Everything just kind of starts to time just kind of starts to dilate and stretch and get weird in the area around you. So you and Penelope will each have to make a wisdom saving throw. You start to feel the slow take effect a little bit. I did get 22, though. Yeah, 20, 22 will that's, work. That's the highest wisdom saving throw I've ever had. <laughs> I got an 11. <laughs> but that you're a druid. <laughs> you immediately feel like your bones start to feel like like you're moving through pudding or jello and you feel like you're almost moving at the same speed, but everything around you like I guess Averin is moving twice as fast, but like the bees kind of buzzing around you, everything seems like it's going at normal speed. Um and it is your turn. <laughs> I hope it's like exactly like time in a bottle X-Men days of future past. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just running past them and I'm just like, l- like pushing hummingbirds I, out of my way. <laughs> I hope it is exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You're like pushing a bumblebee away from Penelope as it's about to sting her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. I'm all slow. <laughs> uh, Fortunately, it's an AOE. Do you want to be my friend? That's so creepy. Can can I see? Can I snot? Just the snot is like. Lost my wife. Wife down. <laughs> You're welcome. Glad my AOE hit over there. Good. Um, because I knew where Daisy was hiding, can I see her or is she completely invisible? As she's in the dark, you can't. Like, you know where she was, but even when she was holding your hand, you didn't see her. Okay. I am going to cast Entangle in that direction of where I just came from towards her. Mm-hmm. So if she tries to run, it'll be a uh, difficult terrain. Okay. Please, you hear awkwardly in the distance. Oh, I think I have to roll a d20 to see if it actually happens. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But- oh, because you're slow. Yeah, because I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. This is the weirdest <laughs> scenario. Slow battle. That's an 11. What does that mean? 
That means, means it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't have until the next turn. Seriously. And you have to oh. use your next action to finish oh. the spell. Oh. 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 And actually, as the as you cast it, you do see her her shoe like appear momentarily as she's like kind of walking in like slow motion. Like she's <laughs> running full speed, but she's moving like walking speed. <laughs> And then it is Freely's turn. Freely's just looking around like, you know, for one, this like really had nothing to do with me. Like I was, I was on mission. I, I, I stayed on task. And <laughs> but um, so of the rampaging bulls, are there any mm. that like still actively look like they're about to hurt somebody or themselves? The one that um, managed to reach Wendy. Okay, only that one. Mm-hmm. The other two kind of slipped and fell in the grease. One of them was driven off course. I guess there's like three rampaging down the road now. Right. That's that's uh, that's, that's future Freely's problem. Uh, <laughs> Later okay. problem. Later problem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and hit this one with animal friendship. Like, hey, okay. hey, wisdom 14. All right. Hey, you big old boy. And the one that I already have my animal friendship on, uh, he seemed like he's sort of like moving safely and kind of careening some of the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of like stopped and listened to you and started mm -hmm. trying to move the other ones in the opposite direction using his like sort of his budding bull power mm -hmm. yeah. 14 is what he needs to beat i got a 10 <laughs> hey 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 all right hey <laughs> he like calms down after that flare went off in his mm -hmm. face and he's kind of like yeah. calms down and <laughs> kind of like you know pushes air forcefully out of his nostrils and into your face i would like to use my movement to hop on his back <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah, you hop yeah. on easily. Mm -hmm. I'll let you tell me if I can spur yeah. him towards the cliff or if I need to wait till it's his turn. Because <laughs> I'm kind of like, let's get your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, start, he He turns around and kind of like starts to move, um, but okay. he won't make his full movement until it's his turn. Okay, no problem. I'm kind of um, like, I, I just look down at, I look down at Wendy and I'm like, gotcha, Wendy, we'll get the rest of them. <laughs> Thank you, she says. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Alindra, then it's your turn. At this point, everything is kind of slowed down. Like it's not your life is no longer in danger. It's still chaotic. It's kind of like, you know, that that meme of coming in and like with the pizza and everything's kind of on fire. Like you're you're <laughs> you and your friends are not in immediate danger, but they're the guard. Half of the garden is now like horrifically overgrown and all brambly. Uh, there's like three bulls headed down the road at a at a at a pretty decent clip. There's two that are kind of waddling over by the cliff, a couple that have gone off course. Uh, half the animal enclosures are broken, and there's kind of just like that general chaos. <laughs> we can we can exit initiative now, though, but you could I still want to give you a chance to like <laughs> tackle this. It seems like Alindra has a really good idea. Seems like a light bulb might be going off. Mm -hmm. Just continuing to try and get everything back in the pen and then mm -hmm. find uh, where Penelope and Daisy went. Okay, yeah. Because I think there needs to be a disciplinary conversation about releasing animals who are in a herd. Yeah, by the way, Freely, into... this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to change, because it is a, a phantom steed. I'm going to change the phantom steed's appearance, which I can control, mm -hmm. to look like a horse that has eight legs. I am making a spider horse. <laughs> and I am going... See, Daisy, it's everyone's favorite mount, especially Sophia's, the spider horse, and we promised you'd get to ride one. You've, you're in a lot of trouble, 
But would you like to go back to see Wait, your you mom on the spider horse? Her. <laughs> As you're saying this, Alindra comes around the corner. <laughs> can, can I roll a persuasion check? Uh, yeah, go for it. I have foreseen this moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh! I'm excited to you hear don't which number this is. know what happens next. <laughs> this disciplinary style. You don't reward a child. <laughs> For doing the thing that, by giving them what they want. <laughs> so that would be a five. It, does, it doesn't work. You hear Daisy look back and say, I want unicorns now. And she starts to continue moving <laughs> away from you. Well, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take the spider horse. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> Or Kira, do you help bring those two Alindra's bulls a that you're near? Oh wait, because wait, wait. Dad never took her on a ride on the spider horse. Oh. I was just gonna say, she she seems like she's a little um, envious almost. Alindra, wait, 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 do you it's want, a five. Do you, want, do you want to ride the spider horse? Real quick question: You said it's a five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I so this is janky because something broke, but. I'm trying to figure out what my actual role. So I have this uh, battlemaster feat where I can add to my persuasion of one d six. Does that happen after or before? Because I assume it happens after the roll, like one d twenty. Okay, so with I thought I thought the way Alindra's power works is that she replaces whatever your role replace is the with dice. her role. She yeah. replaces the die. Yeah. Oh, you, like yeah. so you, you your modifier the die would roll, be in place, but, but you still get your bonuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, yeah. if you have a plus. Six to persuasion, then it would be an eleven. Because yeah, so you'll still get roll. that d six if you yeah if you want it because it's only affecting the the d twenty is my understanding. Okay, so I rolled a one d six, and then my persuasion is another three. Though it's supposed can't to be believe I'm wasting a poor ten on this. It's so not petty. a waste. It's not a waste. It's, a, it's so petty. Anything so role playing is never a waste. So I got it's a six, awesome. like a sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's roll that again. So let's see what her perception is like or her insight. Not very good. Not very bad either. I feel knocked off my game. <laughs> yeah. I got a 19. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a little, I like unicorns more. And you see, you notice the slow is kind of starting to wear off a little oh, bit. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> she runs like, Who doesn't a, like, spider like, a, horse? like a baby, almost, you know, with her arms like all flailing crazy. <laughs> well, what what about uh, if I if I do this and uh, Sophia takes one of the last remaining crab legs and glues it to the top of the spider horse's head? <laughs> there, now you have a unicorn and a spider horse. That looks like a monster. <laughs> I well, have a pet. It is a monster. Why would you do that to crabs? What is king? I dropped slow. Because I drop you slow. say, hey, <laughs> what is king's leg gonna say? I can't walk around with a crab leg. He'll never talk to me again. And you see her like flail oh, running that towards the point. woods. I'm sorry. I have created a Is she running back for the woods? Yeah, that's where she's been running the whole time. She was just slowed <laughs> and dif- like difficult terrain. The in- the entangle finally pops up like ten minutes later, where she just yeah. was, <laughs> and she's just like ha. <laughs> she continues like fleeing. I run. We. I run after. I I I hop onto the spider horse and I grab mm-hmm. I grab Sophia and pull her up. And, you catch up we, with her. She doesn't run that fast. Yeah. 
yeah, I catch up to her and just get in front of her. And again, I'm like, you have to go home. You have to go see your mom. You have to face the things that you've done. Why? You don't do that. Well, do you want to end up like me? And clearly I do all the time. No, you don't. Literally every day. You got <laughs> do I face somebody you or somebody go. or something? You were, my mom told me you weren't supposed to show up for your community service. You never even did it. Well, I'm you're here a now. big hippo. That's fine. Do you want to be like me? You're a hippo. Do you want to be a big hippo? You're a hippo, crit. You... You're, hi you're a big hippo. You do put you... the hippo in hypocrites. Do you want to be like me? You're... Yes or no, Daisy? Hip hippo. Daisy, yes or no? Do you want to be like me? Yeah. Like minor illusions her face to be a hippo face. Believe me, that can be arranged. I'm not scared of you. Daisy, if you keep making that face, it's going to stay that way. Probably. She like what she like does like this and like her it disappears. That's a good advice. Look at his head, it says thief on it. <laughs> it could get stuck. And she like kind of waves her hands. You notice that like when she when she'll wipe it. That's good advice. You could do better than this hippo, you know. You this don't want your person. mom. Daisy, do you want your mom to be alone? No. Do you want to protect your mom at all times? I don't go. I don't okay. want my mom to be alone. Aw. Oh, no one does. That's a good girl, Daisy. Thank all you, right, Daisy. I'll go. Did you leave your daughter alone? Yes. Yes, but we left her alone with someone who was um, about as reckless as Avern here. So and she turned out just fine. A bad person. Sure. Uh, sometimes, probably. Well, I feel bad for her. She like looks over at you, Lindra. That's probably terrible. If somebody took me away from my mom, I'd, I'd probably put them in a glass box forever and ever 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 and ever. Avon did stick me in a time bubble for over a thousand years, so. Yeah, yeah he's a hippo, isn't he? He's a big hippo. He is a bit of a hippo, isn't he? You should turn him into a hippo, just rotting around in his hippo pod, making trouble for people, hippoing it up with his well, big hippo look, teeth. Here's the thing, Daisy. I believe that people can change and grow and learn. And if I believe that about most people, I have to try and believe that about Averyn. But look at him, he's shaking his head. Avon changes all of the time. He used to have blood and now he doesn't. Now he looks all creepy like the big thing that attacked me when y'all first met me. Accurate. I have to believe that whether it beats or not, somewhere he has a heart. And that someday oh, he will face the things he's done to try and make them right. That's going to take a long time. I do have a few of my safe. All right, I'll go apologize. Maybe you should start using mom. them. Oh, oh don't worry. <laughs> oh, 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 she got you. <laughs> that was good. She puts up her sticky hand to give you a high five. I high five her back. Oh, yeah. Got him. Yeah, so, got him. Daisy, he's going to make trouble. She like erases her slow on you, Penelope. I'm sorry, Nellope, but you did squeal. And that's no scout's honor there. I'm, I'm sorry. I was not a very good friend. No, you weren't. Actually, I don't Penelope, you were, a, you were a good friend. 
You were a fantastic friend, Penelope. Wow, it I was don't a know. tough situation. It was hard to be a friend to Avery and be a friend to Daisy. I've never been in that situation before where I had oh, to choose I friends. Exactly. Yes, Freely? <laughs> Freely is still walking, but like corralling with his two charmed Aurochs, mm-hmm. like, like trying to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. But you just hear from Thaumaturgy some distance. You snitched! <laughs> 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 I like him. Orkira would be helping uh, freely at this point. She would have landed in front of the two and spread her wings and been like, all right, come on, come on, go back, go back. She'll fly on down and go grab the three that have wandered off. So she'll be helping freely corral things. So as you like corral things and Wendy is like, you know, trying to fix the garden, trying to repair the fence. She hits it with mending. Like trying to and now everybody else who was was hiding inside the abbey kind of comes out and helps you freely and they start corralling all the animals together and some of the chaos has died down. Wendy kind of crosses her arms and looks at Daisy and Daisy's just like "Ah, Penelope did it. She said that she did it. And this hippo person could tell you that that she did it. And I didn't tell her not to, but I also didn't tell her to do it. I minor illusion liar on Daisy's forehead. Daisy doesn't <clears throat> notice because it's her <laughs> forehead. You know, the liar pops up. And Sophia's minor illusions, not a over thief <laughs> again on Avon's forehead. And Wendy's just kind of like, and she takes like a kind of like scrubs the liar off her forehead. And she's like, you need to learn to tell the truth. You know better. Oh. She's like, okay, I did do it. Maybe. Mom's I was now. compelled to is the thing, see, is that I was compelled to do it because of a sense of rightness. <laughs> and Wendy's like, hmm, a sense of rightness? Well, y- yeah, because see what had happened was and you see she hits you with message freely she's like oh my god help me you see what had happened was <sighs> like freely just comes over with um the original arthritic bull that is uh, presumably still levitating <laughs> and he's like oh, i'm like mage handing him like a parade balloon <laughs> and i'm like ah wendy uh, I talked to this big old boy here and he said he told Daisy that he wasn't feeling well and she just wanted to do something nice for him and it got out of hand, but I don't think she meant any harm. Roll your roll your persuasion freely. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, let's let's see here. Oh, I'm very charming. Um, dirty 20. <laughs> okay, it works. She's just kind of like, oh, well, Daisy, you need to learn to ask people for help. That was a very nice thing of you to do. But, you know, uh, uh, you, you look at look at all of this destruction. Look at everything. I'll help fix it. I'll help fix it. But first, I'm going to put oranges in her mouth. No, you're not. You're going to fix it right now. No, first, I'm going to do the oranges. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You see them kind of like go back and forth and she like takes a handkerchief out of her pocket and scrubs Daisy's face and kind of like straightens her dress. <sighs> Press the digitate mending all over again. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't, how do you, how, like, there's not even dirt this color around here. I just, <laughs> I just did this. At the- <laughs> hey, I kneel down to Daisy and 
just kind of talk to her for a moment and just say, Daisy, when we've done some harm, we need to try and repair it. And if we can do that immediately, that's the best solution. But she promised she was going to pour oranges in her mouth. Well, we can she do like that looks later. at you expectantly, Orkira. I'm herding cows and I'm like, uh, one problem at a time. I'll be right back. And I help push the cows. And okay, I'll talk. help her because you're making a very good point, Lindy. So I'm going to help her. But then afterwards, I am going to put oranges in her mouth. Afterwards, we can put oranges in her mouth. But first, we need to fix the problems that we caused. All right. Okay. And she kind of like takes off and starts like picking up you know, uh, rabbits and throwing them back in their hutch. And you notice she's not trying to be cruel, but she doesn't understand gentleness. She hasn't reached that age yet. So she just kind of picks them up and like tosses them <laughs> over like, you know, the enclosures and like kind of helps put things back together. I'll throw a feather fall when I need to. <laughs> Grabs a goat by the horns and like leads it. Uh, uh, why don't we just gently okay. sort of demonstrate like- and try and help her. She talks to some of them like, no, Robert in the pen. No, Robert. No, pen. And she's like kind of talking to some of them as she does so. Can we try and say please at the end of that? He's a goat. Not say please to a goat. Well, try it. Might be worthwhile. Mm. Yes, really. By the time we get this all put back together again, I just look at Wendy and I'm like, yeah, so we should probably clear out before something else catastrophic happens. I'm supposed Just, to stick around and put oranges in my mouth, I guess. Yeah, you, you have to do that. But no, Penelope's going to win. She can turn into a bear. Like, I mean, like, she can turn, like, big enough to swallow me. So, like, the winner of the orange thing is her. Oh, I um, didn't realize it was a competition. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, she'll probably win. Yeah. Uh, although you, you can smoke the oranges. That's something she cannot do. Hey, um, hey, oranges. Oh. But... We now have roughly a day and a half before we descend to the bottom of the ocean for a fight that we will <laughs> certainly die during. Um, so we kind of need to wrap this up. The people that went out to the mudflats. Yes. How many days travel are they out there? I think three. Okay, so we have to go defeat a- The mudflats are kind of treacherous. Uh, Sophia, has your Marculus gone to the mines? You see Sophia's holding up half-built tinkered contraption with mm-hmm. wires spewing out of it and sparking. And she's saying, uh, hello, hello, come in. Sir Biswalat, hello. Um, she didn't have enough time to finish tinkering this Bluetooth-like headset mm-hmm. um, before the bulls escaped the pen. And she kind of hears Sir, Sir Biswalat communicate back to her. I don't know. You, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. Desmond. So I would say... Like between the the battle, as long as it felt, only took a couple of minutes. Um, repairing everything took considerably longer. Um, so yeah, he Sir Bisqua is just now entering the town as you're at like you know, and the the mine is kind of like at the edge of it. He'll probably be there um, by nightfall, and that's something that okay. can happen if you choose to take a rest here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the 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 abbey now looks to be in much better state than it was when you when you started it still isn't quite what it was when you when you got here and yeah you you settle down for the day decide to I, I think freely said you decide to leave before anything else happens and um as you do let's see 
I think, yeah, she, she kind of comes up to you freely, Daisy, that is. And um, she like takes like a, like a, like a little crocheted doll that she's made and you, she hands it to you and you notice that like, it's almost like ethereal in nature. And she's like, you could have that, but you can't don't tell, don't tell anybody else about it. And only you could see it. Only you could, but don't like it's your it's our secret thing. Cause you were asking and you helped me back there with my mom because I was gonna go spike it. Who is she uh, saying this to? To Freely. Mm-hmm. Freely, okay. I say, oh wow, I've only um I only really have one treasure. And I pop the panel in my hand open where I have the shiny uh, Orkira scale because mm-hmm. I would polish it when she's not around. So it's like, 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 a, like a golden guitar pick. And I'm like, you hold on to this while I hold on to the doll. Oh, she licks it. It's um, salty. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I would like cry when I looked at it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, it just, uh, it was like, I got it when I was... uh. When I was traveling a long time ago, it always kept me safe. Now it's going to keep you safe. That's from my brain, she says as she like shows you like the very like beautiful crocheted, almost ethereal doll. And as you touch it, you do realize it is one of her encoded memories solidified as a thread, ah. which at some point in the future you can experience. Hmm. Well, uh... but it's, it's our thing. Right, I won't tell anybody, I promise. It's our I'll... thing. Yeah, no, right here. Hey, snitches get stitches. Snitches get exactly. stitches. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, hey. hey, Alindra. Yes. Can I talk to you for a moment? Um, of course. I am both intimidated and impressed by Daisy's innocent conviction. And I can't help but think about her impact on Port Argent in the future. I, I think that it will be very important for us to know what her future holds. Have you first seen it? I I can't quite make out the threads of, of the future like that. I'm not I'm not that sort of um Okay. Well because you see, I was thinking of making her a um honorary council member because I can do that, right? I'm on the council. I know a, that a she's junior quite young. Council member? A junior she's... council member, but she is quite mature for her age. And I think um, that she might need an outlet, something to focus on. <laughs> Being what in charge of think? a town might be um, a, a bit much for a child, but certainly you, it's your decision, I suppose. Avon, what do you think? I think it's a fantastic idea. You would, wouldn't you? I second it. <laughs> I, well, I have no say in the council, so that, I suppose, is a, a decision I would just recommend not necessarily giving her power mm. this young. Or Kira? Penelope, freely, what do you think? Uh, well, when I was young and needed an outlet, I was given chores. So I don't know about being in charge of everything. Maybe, maybe you can just like teach her. You can her, be in charge she... of Parks and Rec. Why are you guys like this? Like... She was in charge of putting oranges in a statue and almost destroyed the town. No. <laughs> I think I think the better solution would be something like school. And then maybe a, a hobby, like a, an art class or a dance mm. class or um, all, some sort of sport. All fantastic Traditional ideas. Traditional outlets for children with energy 
and perhaps creative. you know perhaps instead of being an official council member she can be an intern and that's usually something you do as a as a as a young adult once you daisy you're a, you're an intern <laughs> you're an intern yeah, I, you're officially hit, an intern. I hit you don't me. call people names. You're an intern. Whatever hit, you say to me bounces off me. It hits you times three. I hit Daisy with message and I say, being an intern is super boring. Do not let them trick you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'm not an intern. You're an intern. What's an intern? Daisy, what do you think would be the most fun thing to do? Be a circus performer or maybe uh, create a menagerie of freaks. So why don't we start with maybe some, some riding lessons and some dance classes? Start dance? You yeah, want me to you, dance? That's how you become a circus performer. I want to have to strengthen those muscles. Stuff. Well, maybe. I want to do like... I want to eat like fires and shoot apples off people's heads. Okay, I can show you how to do that, right? I mean, like I'd say, hey, what, what'd you breathe on those bulls, by the way? Like, I, it's been a minute since I've seen you do that thing. She has like, bad oh. breath. Those bulls almost died. That's why I'm trying to put oranges in there. Her breath almost killed them. Well, why, why do you need arrows when you have Eldritch Blast? Like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I shoot at a fence. Because one is easy to do and the other takes years of practice, you intern. Good. Also, Orkira does not have bad breath. She smells, it smells like a cooking fire. It's very pleasant. It's very I rustic. I don't know. Those bulls were like, ooh. No, she's right. When I do that, I mean, even my own breath, I, I don't like it. It's not fun. But it worked, and it kept them alive, and now they're, they're just a little shaky. But, um, so, you want to do circus stuff? Maybe I have an aunt, and she's got, like, 32 you knives, do. and she doesn't... We do have friends. And she'll, like, take a knife, and it'll be, like, the apple right on your head. It'll go, whoop. Could we possibly send a message down to our friends at the circus and see if maybe someone would be willing to give Daisy lessons? I do like being a, like the circus is cool. Sometimes I come to town, they do some cool stuff. Well, I'd be willing to take you on down to the circus if, you know, you if it was okay with your mom. I don't know. She's probably not going to say yes right now because I guess I'm kind of in trouble. It's a sensitive time in my household. Yeah, but... The tumultuous time. So what if the trade-off was if you behave and listen to what your mother asks you to do, then you get to take those lessons. But if you don't, then you won't get to take the classes. Okay. I'll try to Does that sound like a fair deal? That sounds like a fair deal. Wait, hang on. Let me sweeten the pot. You got to behave for like a week because we're going to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're going to be gone for a couple days and we're going to come back and then we're going to be gone for more days and then we're going to I mean, I realize misery has befallen the Copper Pinch household. <laughs> Truly, it's you know the sun shall rise again, is my young dead. friend. Yep, it'll Happiness be worth it. Happiness is gone. Have we been walking like down the road this whole time? And Daisy's just <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, let's go find out from your mom here. You want you want her last ride before we gotta go? The last ride? What with what? And I will hold out my arms and my wings. Oh, that's pretty neat. Okay, yeah, I'll go for a ride. I'll be back in a second and I'll scoop her up and fly her back to her mom. 
And as and you see a little glint of a, of, a, of, a, of a shiny, almost metallic wing and a perfect bat silhouette go across the moon with little legs flailing underneath, that is where we have to stop playing D&D because it's 8.06. <laughs> no! <laughs> I realized we were walking and talking this whole time. I'm like, we got to get her back home. Oh, damn. <laughs> Full-blown Sorkin walk and talk. Pretty much. Yes, with a tiny goblin child. <laughs> Can I say All one last thing? thing? Yes, of course. Uh, Sophia's was going to turn to Avern and say, Avern, I think Lindy is ready. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, let's go around and introduce everybody. B-Day, take it away. <laughs> First of all, I have a number of questions, but um, B-Day Walters, I say words about things. I'm somewhere like all the time. Uh, lead developer uh, into the Motherlands just started on Sunday. This coming Sunday, they'll be playing an adventure yes. that Miss Jasmine Bular wrote. So uh, follow me on Twitter at B-Day Walters. That's I'm not even going to try and get you to keep up with all of it. So. <laughs> Todd? I am Todd Kenrick. I am the creative manager over at D&D Beyond, and I play Averin. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And also, in Animal Crossing Unrelated, I found Snot for sale in the Evil Sisters shop and bought it oh, for you, Jasmine. Oh, the cosmetic? Yes. <laughs> so if you don't already have Snot, I, I'll send it to your island, whatever, <laughs> in an envelope. I don't know it works, but I thought of you, Jasmine. <laughs> Snot was for sale. <laughs> <laughs> the snot bubble oh yeah. my gosh yeah That's too much too much megan hello everybody i'm megan kenrick you can find me on twitter and twitch at megan kenrick awesome lauren hi i'm lauren urban i'm the community manager for dnd beyond you can find me wherever dnd beyond is sold and always supporting awesome people in their chats yeah, always. I try, like, literally always. everywhere. Always, always there. <laughs> I, 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 I may have uh, a couple of simulacrum or something. I don't know. <laughs> and it is not just a passive presence. She is fully supportive, fully invested, the best friend in the D&D community anybody can have. Mm -hmm. Well, thank so you. True. I try. Aww, psychic, damn. I want to be Lauren Irving when I grow up. Dungeoneer's no, best friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all just want to be our Kara when, when we grow up. That's true. Mm. Hope. Uh. Hi, I'm Hope. Hi, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle, and you can listen to me on Attackers of Opportunity wherever podcasts are found. Awesome. Jen? Hey, I am Jen Kretschmer. I'm on Twitter as Dreamwisp. I am on Twitch as Dreamwisp Jen. Um, I'm the creator of the, the Accessibility and Tabletop Gaming Resource Guide. Um, I am going to be playing at GaryCon this week, uh, playing with Jimmy Loveday um, and a whole bunch of awesome people on Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, which is going to be twitch.tv slash GaryCon. And also I have an episode of Adventuring Academy that is out now. Um, it is available on Dropout and then it will be available on YouTube on uh, Monday, I believe. So awesome. if you want to see the, the fun conversation we had there, it's there. Very yeah. nice. And as always, I'm Jasmine, that bronze girl, Bular. And uh, it has been my pleasure to be your DM for this evening. I hope you all take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you, Jasmine. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bular as Dungeon Master with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Jen Kretschmer, Hope Lavelle, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. Our live stream producer is William Box, our podcast producer is Lauren Urban, and this show is created in association with D&D Beyond. 
Find out more at dndbeyond.com.